so it gives me great pleasure to uh welcome to the podcast this week i have ben from the band whitechapel welcome sir Hey, hey, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, my pleasure. Um, I was just saying before I hit record, um, we're going to talk about it in a moment, but the new album, Kin, loving it. Um, <laughs> awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, you guys, uh, Whitechapel, you're releasing um, this album. It's coming out on the uh, 29th of October uh, via Metal Blade. And um, yeah, um, I, I can't remember what, I, I, I don't have it written down, but what number album is this? It's like number six or seven. It's eight. Eight. It's one off. Eight, yeah. <laughs> mm. So eight albums in, um, and you hit us with this one, which is, it's a killer, killer album. Um, so just for the folks at home, it's called Kin. It's going to be available on the 29th. Go pre-save it. Go pre-order it. All that stuff. Because um, it is worth it. You've, you've already hit us with three tracks off the album. Um, you've got Lost Boy, um, A Blood Soaked Symphony, and Orphan. Um, mm-hmm. those tracks are available right now for anyone that's interested that hasn't heard Whitechapel before or wasn't aware that they're releasing an album um, so I just get the promo out of the way you see so, <laughs> um, but yes. tell like we're just going to concentrate on that album because like your previous work is fantastic I love it um, but I just really want to get to the core of this album so what, what was your um, like what what's this album about what's the uh, what's the sort of like because I know a lot of your albums kind of follow various storylines and stuff like that and you have a, a theme or a concept so what, what what does kin represent kin is uh, a continuation of the valley story um it talks about um it talks about whereas the valley was a uh, true event story yeah um this is more of a psychological thing that's happening inside Philip's okay. head. Um, so after the trauma caused by the events in the valley, he kind of manifested this other darker self. And throughout the record, he, um, it starts from when the self, evil self awakens, and then it kind of there's a battle between the, his tr- real reality and the evil evil self, and it, that happens throughout the entire record in a linear storyline starting from track one until the end. And how we did that was we wrote the music and then sequenced it out how it, uh, how we thought it should sound. Mm. And then Phil wrote the lyrics to the sequence to music. So it follows, it's just like a, uh, like a, um, like a play, you know, it plays like a, you know, like a, a musical or, you know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I got that kind of vibe from it. Like, listening to it through, I've, I've had it on a few times um, in various situations, whether sat here in my, I'm not going to say studio, because it is a garage or garage. Um, <laughs> but I've had it on in my car as well, and, and, and in my headphones and stuff like that, and I've been walking around. And it does very much feel, there is a kind of um, theatrical feel to it in that respect Mm -hmm. and that was a vibe i've got it written down in front of me and it was just like like having that it could be because i've been watching a lot of the sort of like a lot of the shows that netflix have been putting out recently to be honest um and they've put Mm -hmm. out like um the haunting of hill house and and mass um midnight mass and stuff like that and they all feel very like as a whole like a theatrical production i know they are in in the core of it because it's an acting piece but it feels like it could be a stage Mm -hmm. play 
you know, you've written a very dark oh. kind of um a dark phantom of the opera, if you will. <laughs> yes, yeah. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> to get to give it a kind of like yeah. give people a kind of a, 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 a perspective on it, I guess, just to sort of like you know give them that that it's not like you know a sort of like play it like a local players sort of like acting troupe. It's it's it is a big yeah. production. It sounds huge. It's got it's got melody. It's got like aggression. It's just there's just some real beautiful beautiful parts in that in this album mm-hmm. and and but it is just like contrast with some just downright darkness i suppose is is the better word i was gonna say yeah evenness, but evenness i think is a word um <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah no definitely like getting that like feel of it and 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 I, I love the way it's been like i mean the production is amazing as well i know you've got the same guy on there he's been on the same couple of albums that you've done um and 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 the fact you got this done, I think I'm guessing you got this done during like the lockdown and things like that. Has that been a mm-hmm. the sort of like um, era? Because a lot of like obviously albums. How long has this album? How long have you had your hands on this album for? Have you held on to it over lockdown or is? Oh, it- since it's been done. Um, oh, I cr- we recorded the last note of the album in um, January this year. Okay. Uh, then you know we mixed and mastered, but. You know, we started the album, working on the album a little over a year ago. Um, so, actually, we started recording it a little over a year ago. Longer than that on the the writing end of things. Yeah. But um, yeah, like lockdown, you know, played a you know big part of it. You know, we just we thought you know we'd never have this time ever again to work on something. So you know, we took advantage of it. Yeah, and we also thought we might never. On the flip side, we also thought we might never, you know, tour again. <laughs> uh, I was in the back of our heads, so we we're like, "Why not just go all out?" Yeah, and um, we also had, you know, the, the story of the valley was kind of a uh, like you know a, a benchmark, you know, to yeah to follow to follow. So it's uh, we made the music, we tailored the music to fit, you know, sort of that. You know that that heavy subject matter and and story that we that um that needs that it needs yeah that that um the valley story needs so um yeah yeah we just try to make it ex- as expansive and to just to have Phil like be able to play play more with his vocals yeah no there's definitely like, like I say there's definitely moments of that of just sort of like I said before like melody and just brutality of, of having those two combined there's some track like To The Wolves is one of my favourite tracks on there um oh good and, and yeah I love yeah I love that track yeah especially the bridge part yeah. where it just opens up yeah no it was great I listened yeah. to that in my car and just like full blast just like <laughs> straight up <laughs> um but yeah no yeah. it's it's, it's like obviously lockdown like on a sort of the, on the psychological level like where where that sort of side came in where writing that kind of like breakdown if you will like obviously mm-hmm. lockdown sort of inflicted that on a lot of people like it it gave them time to think about or just think intent like inside because you spend a lot of time alone mm-hmm. or you spent a lot of time around the same people and you kind of you got bored with your surroundings and then start you start doing that thing of like going into yourself and then you you can incarnate mm-hmm. various things that can come out of you um and yeah. and do you think this album would have been possible if 
say that you know the pandemic didn't happen do you think this album would have been i mean it, it probably would have been different but would it would it have been yeah. the follow-on still would it have been that continuation of story yeah it would have yeah we would have continued this the story but i just don't you know i think the music would have ended up a bit different like i, I feel like we wouldn't have like have gone to certain you know places like that we did because we just you know had a lot of time and we had a lot of you know a lot of time to focus you know our yeah. intent and just kind of see how far we can take it like uh you know if we had you know tours in between we probably would have you know kind of uh written i don't know it would have been different it wouldn't have had, yeah. had that deep deep level or you know the, or the guitar layers we probably wouldn't have had as many you know, guitar layers and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, the solos would have been different. Cause I would, I probably ha- would be more rushed to, you know, work on them and, you know, the acoustic guitar stuff. And yeah, so we just, we put everything into the album. Like, yeah. it, we spared no expense as far as, you know, and layers and, you know, um, you know, just, you know, just w- yeah. wanting, wanting to make it, you know, world in yeah. itself. And, uh, we, you know, we wanted, now, if it's a world, you know, we want every detail to be very clear. And, uh, yeah, so the pandemic definitely um, helped us focus cool. focus more on the, yeah. on the world. Cool. I mean, well, do you think this will, um, uh, like, future albums, anything like that, would, you, does it, uh-huh. would, would this, like, what you've done with this album, would it change, compared to your previous albums, this is, would it change the way you make, say, the next album? Like, would you spend... Do you think you would spend as much time, if you could, obviously, on mm-hmm. writing for the next? So I know we're talking about one that's just coming out, and I don't want to yeah. talk about when's your next album coming out. But while I just want, like, do you feel it will change, like, your approach to that or your band, the whole band as such? Would you think it will change their approach? Yeah, to that? that's what you did this time. I think so. Because I mean, every album we, you know, we learn from the previous one, so we just, you know, so. So the next album after this one will be, you know, we take what we learned from Ken and, you know, just, and apply it to, you know, all the material we've, we've been writing ever since the album, ever since we finished the record. So, um, you know, we got, we're like always writing. So we, you know, we have a bunch of material to choose from. Okay. And, uh, you know, a lot of it too is like how, how fans react to the music too. Like, you know, people love like this certain style of song we did on the album. We might expand on it more. Yeah. Like, uh, like with the Valley with, uh, third debt, third depth. Um, you know, it's a, it was a cool, you know, the contrasting, you know, heavy chorus. Yeah. With the, you know, melodic verses, you know, we kind of expanded on that on, this album with like songs like history silent and yeah. uh yeah that sort of stuff so cool. and like you know when a demon defiles a witch like the lost boy is kind of a uh, a sister song to to that so it's you know we just so the next album you know for people like uh like a song like um like the title track kin we might you know expand more on that and make it more you know, just with different twists yeah. to it, you know, not like a, just a direct, just derivative of the song. Yes. Just, you know, just go somewhere different. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and, and structure wise or riff wise, you know. Did you have like because obviously from from the Valley story and and to this one, did you have the 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 sort of like story panned out already? Have you got like a sort of you know a board, I guess a scene board or whatever, you know, just sort of like pang out of this particular story of where you want to go, like say next time or like from there? Do you have you have have you got like the sort of core of you know the next chapter? I suppose no. No, we don't. We didn't know what um, Phil's going to write about on this album okay. until you know the music was done, and then he came up with the concept after. Because Phil, he likes to hear the songs completely done. Okay. Before he starts working on lyrics. Yeah. So like even, but we knew we wanted to continue the Valley story because we knew there was a lot of depth to that, and knew it was um, yeah, you could make you could make a really cool album out out of you know continuing that that uh you know that that story but yeah. uh yeah we, even when we wrote the valley we didn't know phil was going to write about okay. you know that it was only after we wrote the music that he came up with the storyline so for the next album you know we don't know what it's going to be about okay we just you know we, we just have the music we'll just have the music to go off of yeah cool cool no that's cool i, I like because it's kind of like almost improv as well where it's kind of you don't it is yeah it's which is which is awesome Very improv because it's like when it comes together like these two these two albums i mean you know you can listen to them back to back like from start through yeah and you'd get a story and that was the intent yeah to um you know after doomwoods the final track on the valley that was the hardest part just thinking about okay what sound do we want to hear next and you know it took you know a year and a half of you know writing and stuff until we found the song um the main riff in the song i will find you which is the first track on the album mm. and that was actually the first song that was written for ken okay because that's what we felt like the sound that's a that's the that's what that's what we felt like the se- sequel to the valley should sound like cool and um yeah so once that first song was written like it kind of it's got the ball rolling yeah no that's really cool I love so, that absolutely love that and it, like I say it's a great album so everyone 29th go get it mm. just before Halloween um, <laughs> um, but yeah I've got a couple of questions left for you Ben if that's alright uh, and then I'll let you get on with the yeah. rest of your day um, so what I want to find out from you these are kind of my sort of like generic standard questions but with a slight sort of I guess a little bit twist on them I suppose or one of them does but what yeah. I want to find out are your three most pivotal albums so not not your three best albums or you know all time kind of you know a lot of people have the sort of same top five whatever i want the one that kind of like the one that inspired you to pick up a guitar the one that you know you you heard and you wanted to be in a band that sort of thing yeah huh man i mean definitely uh Probably Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction. I mean, that's a yeah. That was a big one. It's a big one for me. Um, yeah, I'm drinking from their cup right now. So. <laughs> oh, nice. That's good. That's good. I remember the first album that kind of like, like kind of took me back was really um, that first Rage Against the Machine album. Like mm. I saw that the album, the album cover itself was like you know insane. Yeah, and. um yeah, and just the 
I guess the song Bomb Track. That was really super heavy, you know, heavy song. Yeah. Uh, and, um, so yeah, like early records, let's see. And probably, yeah, like, like Led Zeppelin, um, Led Zeppelin 4. That was a big one because that's very guitar heavy. Yeah. Very mystical sounding guitar riffs that kind of, like when you're a kid, you know, it sounds, it sounds like very mystical, you know, like yeah. Jimmy Page's riffs was really, really cool. Um, but yeah, definitely those. I, I really love, you know, the early Metallica albums too. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like Ride the Lightning. Yeah. But yeah, the, you know, it's just, just classic, classic albums. No, I was going to say, I mean, you've you picked like, obviously being a guitarist yourself, you picked like those first three, like, you know, you've got Slash, you've got Tom Morello, and then you got Jimmy. Yeah. Page. You're just like three absolutely solid guitars in different styles as well. Um, yeah. Which obviously reflects in, in, in your style. Cause like the style of, of, of Whitechapel is very kind of like, I suppose, is it deathcore? I think they described you as, mm-hmm. um, along those lines, obviously. And that's very different from those sort of like, at, or the genres yeah. in particular, those are from, but the guitar work, especially like Guns N' Roses and, you know, likes of Tom Morello, you morph Slash and Tom Morello and you just, you know, you get something magical on that. <laughs> yes. Like, um, yeah, definitely take a little, still a lot of influence from, um, you know, Slash's like, as far as like solos go, like there's a direct, like kind of a, a rip from <laughs> one of, uh, the solo in Sweet Child of Mine on the, on the solo in I Will Find You. Um, and you know, and like slashes, uh, or and Tom Morello's, you know, just energy, yeah. just heavy, like riffing energy is, you know, I feel like it's very influential Excellent. on our stuff. And like, you know, Jimmy Page's really, uh, mystical sounds yeah. like really kind of influence like, uh, songs like history is silent and, uh, you know, the without you, that acoustic track, yeah. you know, it's just, He's, he's one to sort of like, cause obviously like they did a lot of like improv themselves in, in attaining a lot of the sounds back then. Like you hear legends mm-hmm. of, of, of the, how they set up the drum kit in the stel, stu, like um, stairwell and stuff like that. And yeah, for, various areas, breaks. push stuff downstairs and you know, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, messed with the, like yeah. valves in amps and stuff to make certain sounds happen and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. um, no, that's, yeah, the older, yeah, the older, um, you know, I get, and the more records we make, I really like, as far as like lead guitar stuff and acoustic stuff, like it's all like kind of shooting from the hip. Like yeah. I, I really don't have it planned out. Um, I, I have it like, you know, a basic, you know, structure or outline, but you know, I, I like that nervous, just energy. That's just kind of that improv. Cause it's just like, there's a, there's something there that, um, would be, that would be lost, you know, if you just kind of overthought about it, you know, and just kind of were too critical. Sometimes it's just got to be just like, just shooting from the yeah. hit. Yeah. I always, yeah. Yeah. You've got to experiment. You've got to do something, you know, there's got to be that moment of, even if it doesn't work, you've done it and you can try, yeah. it, you know, and it's all about, it's all about failure. <laughs> that's what it is it's all yeah about exactly the yeah because once you get it right you don't do it oh, again yeah. but uh if you get it wrong you do it again you keep doing it until you get it the way you want it and and you know. yeah i mean you should see all the extra material we had you know that just didn't you know make the cut 
<laughs> um, yeah, like hundreds and hundreds of riffs that were just, you know, yeah. that we went through. And you're just like, oh, well. Nope. Another time. Because no one would like that one. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You never know. You go back to them one day and you find out it's the million dollar riff. Uh- <laughs> yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There's a couple riffs on the album that are old, you know, are like 10 years old. Like that, oh, really? The Course in Blood Soak Symphony. Oh, wow. And the first riff in uh, Anticure. That's a very old, old riff. Um, but yeah, those are like the two. The rest of it's like fairly newer material. Excellent. Excellent. Well, my final question for you, Ben, is um, what are your hobbies away from music? So when you're not doing stuff for Whitechapel or writing music in general, do you have anything else that you kind of, that's yours that you kind of, you know, what, what sort of, you know, if you ever need to sort of like separate yourself from the music for a little bit? Yeah. I mean, I'll just work in the garden. Yeah. we got, you know, we have um, a nice little garden and some plants back there and, nice. you know, make sure the yard looks good. You know, I don't want it to look like a damn crack house no. <laughs> up in here. So no. you got a homeowners association <laughs> you know, where you are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. You don't want it to look like my God. Don't. No, Oof. don't. No, I, I used, those guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I used to live in uh, in in Florida, and where we lived had a homeowners association, so we had to keep our grass certain length, everything tidy. Oh, yeah. You know, your driveway kind of jet jets jet cleaned and whatnot on a regular basis. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. I know what that I know what that's like. <laughs> it's fun because yeah. some days you just you just I don't I can't I can't cut the lawn today. But it's getting too long. Yeah. And then it gets too long to cut and you spend longer doing it. Anyway, in the oh, yeah. You got to gotta lift up the, make the, yeah, yeah make the blade. You can't like cut it like super low. Yeah. No, nope, You have to go over <laughs> it a couple of times to get it just right. Um, yeah. <laughs> but cool. Uh, ben, thank you very much. I really appreciate your time. Um, good luck with the album. Um, everyone, again, it is out on the 29th of October. Uh, it is on Metal Blade. It is White Chapel, and the album is called Kin. Um, go pre-save it. Is there a pre-save link on your site? Do you know if there is yet? Or uh, yeah, like WhitechapelBand.com. Yeah, I think yeah, we got links to you know where you could pre-order it. Awesome, people, go do that. Go do. Um, but yeah, no, thank you again, Ben. I really appreciate it. And like I said, good luck with everything, and um, I hope you have a good rest of your day. Cool. You too. Cool. Thanks, Barney. Thank you, mate. Bye bye. Uh, see ya.